Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the PhD cast by the CBIS GPA. I'm Micah, and today I'm joined by Megan, Anna, Nate, and Ahmad, and we're continuing our features of individual members, this week featuring Megan. Take it away. Hi, everyone. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about um, something that was kind of fun, not so fun, that happened last <laughs> year um, that doesn't happen to many graduate students, but it does happen. Um, and it's when your advisor moves universities halfway through your PhD program. Um, so I guess I can kind of start the story from, I guess, when we found out, mm. which was like one or two weeks into shutdown last year. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and um, I'm going to have Nate kind of pitch into this story too, because he he's in my lab or he was in my lab. We're kind of in the same lab. Kind of still. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's complicated. <laughs> well, that hurts, guys. <laughs> oh, Micah. Oh, my gosh. Micah can also pitch in because he's kind. he was kind of in our lab. Anyway, totally, I completely <laughs> forgot. Um, okay, so two weeks into shutdown, we get, <laughs> we get like a message from our advisor being like, can you guys meet? to figure out scheduling or something. It was not related to this at all, right? No, yeah. And we spawned a time, <laughs> we get on, right? Mm. And and she goes, so uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about this meeting is I don't think either of us said a single thing no, for yeah. the rest of that call. It was like 30 minutes of her just talking to us about it. Yeah. And she was reassuring us like, I have plans in place, I'm working on plans, mm -hmm. you guys are gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. We didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. Because we had no idea that it was going to happen. We had no idea she was applying yeah. to anywhere else. Um, she had told us that, I mean, we both understood why she moved universities. Um, for me personally, I think that was a great move for her. Yeah. Um, I think this is great for her career. Yeah. Um, I think she's way happier where she is now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but she, we didn't know what was happening. And she had been applying, you know, apparently for the last six months, we didn't really know. Um, and so, you know, she was like, I have plans for you. I found other advisors that could potentially take you, or you could come with me. If you come with me, you'll have a you'll have a position here. Um, and then she's like, "I'll let you guys take your time, but let me know." Mm. And then we we ended the call, <laughs> and, and I was like, "Oh, oh gosh. my god, what am I gonna do?" Um, and I, I I told. I mean, the first thing I did was tell my fiance. I was like, "What the heck am I doing? <laughs> um, I have no idea what's gonna happen." Yeah. And then I called my parents, and then Nate and I, we hopped on a call. Do you remember that? Yeah, we were like, yeah. how do you feel? <laughs> um, I don't know what you were feeling, Nate, but I honestly was in so much shock that yeah. I was just like, I'm completely screwed. I remember mm. you disappeared for a couple of days. I didn't talk to anyone. There yeah. were some people who were trying to talk to me, and yeah. I was like, I, I'm dealing with stuff. I cannot right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I genuinely thought that I was absolutely screwed and yeah. that I was not going to be able to finish. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what you were thinking, Nate. <laughs> I mean, similar. I mean, at first it was just, like, shock. Like, mm -hmm. I was not expecting it no. in the least bit. Yeah. You know, I didn't get any, like, hints or clues or nope. anything. Um, and then, I mean... It was it was a little complicated because like she sounded very like reassuring I think when yeah, she first she made the announcement and so I was like okay this is gonna be hard but like we'll we're make gonna, it work we'll make it work <laughs> um, but I you know the first thing that went through my head was definitely am I gonna be able to stay here or do yeah. I have to leave yeah exactly um, and you know since my wife is also mm -hmm. a PhD student here that's the last thing I want to do is have yeah. to leave yeah exactly um, and. So I think, I mean, after like digesting and everything, that was the first thing that I said to like um, our advisor when we talked again yeah. about it. I was like, I want to do everything I can to like stay. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't yeah. want to leave. Um, 
I think that was that was pretty much exactly where I was at. Where I was mm-hmm. like, I I am with someone. I don't want to move. Um, mm-hmm. Like I've already established like a solid chunk of friends here, a solid chunk of network here. I don't want to start over again. For yeah. us, we didn't want to have to take classes again. Yeah. yeah, I had already done like my advancement or my qualifying exam. I was like, I, I'm gonna have to do that again. Yeah, um, I'd have to start. And the other thing for Nate and I is we were in a new lab. That was a new lab here at RPI. Mm-hmm. And we had to set up quite a bit for our own projects, mm-hmm. if not everything. everything yeah. um, and so we didn't want to, I mean, for me, I didn't want to do that again. Yeah. Um, so that took quite a bit of time. So I was kind of stressed. Um, yeah, I remember when we talked right after we were like, we both <laughs> kind of want to stay. Yeah. Um, so the next thing I did, um, like Nate, I talked to my advisor and I was like, I, you know, like 90%, I want to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really feel comfortable moving right now halfway through. So then we came up with my game plan of how I was going to be able to um, successfully transition into a different person's lab, but still have her be my advisor. Mm. Uh, that part was not as reassuring as I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> so I, I, you know, there, there's a process to this. You kind of have to talk to your graduate program director, you know, OGE or Office of Graduate Education had to kind of know what was going on. Our department head needed to know what to do with our equipment mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the equipment that was bought for my project was off of department and startup funds. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of logistical issues um, that was supposed to be easy and straightforward, but was not at all. Um, no. And Nate can attest to this, but... Yeah. Um, it was very, very scary to figure out my funding situation because, mm. um, and I think Nate had it worse than me. Um, luckily for me, um, my our advisor had just gotten an NSF career, which funded my project, and she was able to uh, convince NSF to let it stay at our current university for a year, mm. which take, took care of my funding for the for this year. Mm. Um, but when we weren't sure that was going to happen. Um, it was really, really tough working with the department to make sure they would still stick with my funding, um, which was kind of shocking. Um, and we kind of talked about it with Colleen when she was in our episode a few weeks ago um, about how our contract technically says that we should be funded for our duration of our uh, degree, but it's never it that certain. It also says upon availability of funding. Right, <laughs> and which is the thing that they seem to highlight a lot during this transition was yeah. upon availability, yes. which was terrifying. And so, um, luckily, my funding was sorted out. I know, Nate, you had <laughs> a much more difficult time yeah. with your funding and figuring out your co-advisor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... Um, my advisor had found a, um, a an, another advisor here at my university who was willing to take me on, and I didn't even have to like do any interviewing, which was mm. I thought was really nice at the beginning. Um, but once I started going through the transition of actually working in the lab, um, now mind you, I love being in my new lab now; it's great. Um, but it was a little stressful because it was a completely different advising style, and I was okay. like. Yeah. I don't really know if I'm compatible with this. This is actually really tough. And I actually struggled a lot um, when labs reopened, trying to figure out how I'm supposed to communicate with mm. my previous advisor and my new advisor. That's hard. Because yeah. my previous advisor, um, I guess, you know, she's not even in the same location as me. So it went more hands-off than it usually was. And my new advisor in general is more hands-off just because there's a lot of projects going on. So I was kind of like... No one's taking care of me. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Um, I have no idea how I'm going to finish. Um, and so it was, it was been a lot of it was a lot of communication. I think the transition was pretty pretty stressful. 
I think now it's kind of settled down. Um, I don't know about you, Nate. Yeah, it, it feels a little more settled now. Um, yeah, my. Yeah, I feel like my transition was. <laughs> I don't I, like. I don't know. Like your experience, you know, personally, like how it how it was for you. But mine was very, very stressful because mm-hmm. I. Um, what you said about the funding too, like I wasn't funded at the yeah. time. I had no, you know, grants or anything associated with yeah, my yeah. work. Um, I was, you know, working exclusively off of startup funds and I was, you know, being financed off of TA. Yeah. Um, so basically like her, her leaving was the end of my funding yeah. and, um, and I thought, you know, it's going to be easy for me to find a new co-advisor or something for me to, to continue but basically I, I ended up having to like interview again yeah that's, that's what right. it really it really came down to that um because I had to find someone who had availability for me and that actually wanted me in the lab mm-hmm. you know there were a few uh, labs that I was interested in you know that I'd say I, I could continue in these labs but you know a few of them didn't have availability or just yeah. didn't have yeah enough funding to even take me right right so um yeah and then I I mean, basically, I at one point had a conversation with our department head and was like, if if you can't find anybody that doesn't have, like, funding for you, then... Yeah, you can't. Like, uh, there's no other options, really. Right, um, right. And I yeah. thought that was kind of crazy. I know, yeah. Um, uh, stressful. Crazy, very stressful. Very stressful, yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, neither of us really wanted to leave... Um, Mm -hmm. Nate, I remember you telling me that your wife was very happy with where she was with her lab in her department. And like, I remember thinking it'd be very unfair for her Mm -hmm. if you guys had to leave because we couldn't, like, you couldn't get it to work in our department. For sure. Um, Yeah, we were, I mean, we did end up actually applying to the university that our advisor moved to. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we said if, if everything like fails here and I can't continue, maybe there's a chance that we can both go there and continue there. And we, we applied, we both got into that school. <laughs> and then yeah. we we're like, oh gosh, this is crazy. Like yeah. we're gonna move universities and we're gonna start all over again. <sighs> exactly. Uh, See, in your case, Megan, you also like, have a house. That's right, yeah. That's I, yeah. D- I do have a, yeah, <laughs> we live in a house. <laughs> we own the house. Um, and we had just bought it like yeah. not even a year before oh, that, right? Cool. And so like, we were like, oh God, like we just <laughs> settled down here. Like we were yeah. ready to yeah. stay here for years, you know? Um, yeah. And it's just, it was just kind of stressful. Um, you know, I, I remember being told like, you should just move. Why don't you just do long distance? Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to name who said that to me. Um, <laughs> but those who have talked to me during the experience know exactly who told me that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. you can't just tell me that yeah. I should be doing long distance. Like, if I don't want to, I shouldn't have to, you yeah. know? No, Megan, I had this. I had Did you have the same thing, thing. told? I think that's ridiculous. That yeah, it's really funny. Like when you mention it like this, because uh, even from our previous episode, we yeah. were talking about relationships. Yeah. yeah. Like it's funny. Uh, PIs will do whatever to help to you. To, no, not to help you, but oh. to move together to a new school. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. Bend, like yeah. schools will bend so many yeah. rules to open up new positions so that a PI could move with their with right. their students. Wife that's very right. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. not their students. They're mm. like husband, wife, yeah. or partner, or anything like that. Oh, you sure, see, sure. like you're, you're seeing this trend a lot in academia now, where schools are hiring couples. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, sure, sure. that's true. Like, it's yeah. funny when the, that applies to their students or even like people in their yeah. department. It's just like, why, why don't you just separate? Oh, why don't you just do long <laughs> Why don't you just, you know, deal with it? Yeah. 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 I, uh. I thought that was the craziest thing for me. Like, yeah, basically, I, you know, it was suggested that I move yeah, to the by yourself. university right. by myself and that my wife stays here. Which is ridiculous because for y'all, it would have been three, four, four years, like a long distance. Yeah. Which is dumb, in my opinion. Yeah. To ask that of someone who's married. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's And I just, I feel like uh, that was kind of the tough part. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess kind of changing topics. I don't know how tough it's been for you, Nate, but... Actually, I kind of do know because we've talked about it. But I, I, when I first like changed advisors, I was pretty adamant about keeping my project the way it was. My yeah. aims. Yeah. I did my candidacy with my original aims, right? right? Um, and I was like, no, I love my project. I'm going to keep <laughs> it the way it is. Um, but actually, it's it's changed quite a bit, uh, both due to critiques from my candidacy exam and just the nature of which um, I was working with my new lab. And I actually love the way that it's changed. Um, I think it's okay. made my life a lot easier. Um, mm. And I think it's also more interesting. And I, I think it's opened up a lot more um, network and connections and potential pathways for the future. Mm. I don't know how changing your research topic has been for you, though. Yeah, it's been, it's been challenging. Um, my, I went from a very kind of interdisciplinary lab, mm -hmm. very experimental um, to a purely computational lab right. and very focused on one specific topic. And so that was challenging for me because I, you know, I had a little bit of experience in that topic, but not not nearly as much as I think it, I yeah. would have if I had actually been interviewing for that lab <laughs> right. right out of the gate, right? Um, and so that was really challenging for me. It was basically transitioning to a whole new research topic, kind of. Um, and, you know, the lab dynamics were extremely different. The lab mm -hmm. culture was extremely different. Um, that all made it really challenging for me too. And I'm still, I feel like I'm still working yeah. through all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like it really takes like a, a while to get used to a lab. And I was like just getting comfortable yeah. in our lab when everything kind of right. transitioned. Um, that was going to be my next question is mm -hmm. how, like, do you feel like you fit in well with the lab? Like, do you feel like you're part of the lab completely? Because that's something I kind of struggled mm. with was, like, I feel like I was kind of an outsider. Yeah. And, like, it makes sense because I wasn't being paid by my new advisor. Yeah. Um, and so the majority of my work was not in their lab. Yeah. Um, and so, and I, I, I don't even work in the same lab space. I still have my old lab space. Yeah. Um, so I felt like kind of an outsider for the most part until I started working with projects projects with them this semester. Mm. Um, and I feel like we really bonded. But for a while, I was like, I don't know these people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they think I'm in their lab. Like, I don't know if I should talk to them, you know? For sure. No, I I definitely struggle with that. And I think I'm, I'm still, like, getting through that. Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah, like I said, like, my, my experience is so much different from theirs. Like, yeah. like, my background is in mechanical engineering, and I'm just, like, now applying it to biomedical engineering, which is totally different from my lab mates who are very much focused on computer science like most yeah. of the degrees are in computer science so even just like being able to communicate about a topic yeah on the same level as right. them it's just really really hard for me because you know they're they're communicating in, in a totally different way right um so yeah i'm still <laughs> i'm still like getting used to um my lab and yeah and beginning to like communicate more with my lab mates and like ask more questions yeah. and stuff like that and yeah, that's, it's been challenging. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. 
I don't know. I'm going to plug Micah in because he did bring it up at the beginning. But <laughs> yeah. Micah, Micah is in a really, really unique situation where his primary advisor is not in our department. So we're, we're, we're all in the Department of Biomedical Engineering. Um, everyone except Anna, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> Micah's primary advisor is actually in the Mechanical Engineering Department. Um, but his degree, his degree is supposed to be in Biomedical Engineering. And so in order to do that, you have to have an official advisor or the chair of your committee has to be in the BME department, obviously. And his original chair was um, our old advisor that moved universities. So he, I don't know what that was like for you. I didn't know that affected you. I mean, <laughs> it affected me so much less than you. Like, <laughs> okay, even, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm pretty, you guys had a meeting. I'm pretty sure I got an email that yeah, says, I was you to need say. to find a new person. Oh, really? I'm was like, that it? All right. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then... After that, and I think uh, my advisor actually, uh, my advisor helped me out with that because, like, also the the commitment, the yeah. time commitment for like another advisor to to take me on as their advisee, yeah. and, you know, in quotes there, uh, is very low. Yeah. And so I switched advisors, and now I email that person with things that need official paperwork <laughs> yeah. signed. Yeah. And that's that's the extent of their role. Uh, yeah. So I was, yeah, I'm messing with you guys when I say, you know, oh, I'm hurt you forgot me. But you know, I'm not even totally confident my current, like, official advisor <laughs> knows that I'm That knows there. that you're He's, there. Maybe, yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. Funny. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's kind of like a very brief overview without getting into the nitty-gritty uh, details. Um, I don't know if y'all have any like questions or like comments from because I've kind of talked to some of you guys about the experience while I went through it or right after. Um, but this is this isn't one of those topics where everyone can input because it doesn't happen that often. True. You know, um, I think I'm more of uh, like I think looking back to when you applied to grad school. Yeah. You know, aside from knowing that this is a possibility, yeah. do you think you would have? Did you consider looking at a tenured faculty versus a non-tenured faculty? That's a great faculty? question. Mm. So I I think that's a really important topic. Maybe we can spend an episode on it. But how to choose, like, the pros and cons of going into a new tenure, like a new lab with a tenure track faculty, you know, junior faculty, versus going into a well-established lab um, with an already tenured um, advisor. Yeah. Um, there's pros and cons to both, I think. For sure. Um but when I when I interviewed, I did not know the differences. Um, it, I, it was I, something I was looking at. Yeah, for me. it was like one that's of my good. like I needed a tenured faculty, which is what I didn't care about having yeah. one who's not tenured or just starting. Yeah, that was yeah. like a big no for me. And mm. I wish I wish I knew more about it. I tell all my undergrads now, like if you're looking into like the ones that want to go get their PhD, like look at like check if they're tenure track, if they're junior, if they're senior faculty, mm -hmm. check their funding, check how many grants they have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those That's are really true. important. Um, yeah. I, I, I still wouldn't change my decision. Um, I think that, um, you know, I love my old advisor. I love the new advisor I ended up with. I think that was a really great coincidence. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, I do think that I wish I looked into more about like new labs versus established labs because there's definitely pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Some pros are availability of equipment. I mean, yeah. something that you and I have talked. We've about talked previously. about this. Like the pros of a new lab is you get to really start a project from scratch and you get yeah. to build it from the ground up. Mm -hmm. all, all of the legwork is on you, which is you know not a skill set that everyone has. I think that come mm -hmm. out of a PhD, some people are just handed their projects mm -hmm. um, and yeah, handed true. protocols, right? 
Um, so I think that's a pro because I can say that I've started the project from scratch. <laughs> uh, hopefully employers like that. We'll find out in, in a year or so. Um, but a, a con definitely is is that. Like you have the to risk. start it from scratch. Yeah. And most likely it's not going to work. And like, you know. In um, some protocols, you're guarantee you're not the first person who did them. Yeah. For sure. And so for it sure. becomes as like, a, yeah. like, who do you ask for that? Or right. how, how do you yeah. find the right resources? Exactly. How do you test these things? Exactly. You're not experienced in it. Yeah. Absolutely. I know like Nate and I have a lot of meetings where it's just finding the right person to talk to. Like, oh, yeah. we don't have those connections built yet because yeah. it's yeah. a new lab. And mm-hmm. so we were like, who, who's going to, who are we talking, to, are we talking to about this? Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I think I wish I looked into it more. Yeah, new versus old lab. Would it have changed my decision? Probably not. Yeah. I think I'm still happy with that where c- I am. Yeah, that could be a whole other topic. <laughs> Plus, really like, no, the yeah. mental health implications. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. you're so right. <laughs> no, see, <laughs> the thing topic. is, like, it is. I understand it could be another topic. It's just, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, think it, I think the right answer is, like, like you said, is... Uh, it really depends on what type of skills let's say you have mm-hmm. and what type of skills that you're interested in building. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you want like to work in that environment where you have to build everything from scratch yeah. and that's something that excites you, then starting out with a new faculty can yeah. be appealing. Absolutely. For sure. But when you're looking at it, well, I am only I want this degree for this, this and this. Yeah. And I would like to be an established lab, I don't have to yeah, worry about it. High productivity the, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like established lab could have like could give you the opportunity to publish yep, more, absolutely. With different yeah. collaborations within the lab and everything. Right. A new That's lab, sure. you might publish less. I yeah. don't know. I, I I don't know if I can make that generalization. Um, it's it would be an interesting to look at yeah. at some point, mm-hmm. and it just really depends on what you're looking to get out of yeah. your grad graduate school experience. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, I, I don't know if you did this, Nate, but I like Google what to do when your advisor moves universities. Um, and I think I found maybe an article from Nature. It was like a blog post oh, really? kind of thing. And it was oh. like most people that I read ended up moving universities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I found really scary because I was like, I'm choosing I to think, stay. I think I sent you a you science, sent me I think one. You a science yeah, careers Ahmad, one. Yeah, Ahmad, you did oh, send really? me one. And the answer was they moved. They did Almost move. every one I read was <laughs> move. I don't think I read a single one that I stayed at the university. Oh, my. And I, I just, I found that so much more stressful because yeah. I was like, am I staying for the right reasons then? I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I guess those, like, I mean, in those blog posts, it didn't look like they had relationships to worry about. They didn't have to worry about housing. They didn't, ha- yeah, right. But it, it goes back to, again, something we said, talked about the previous episode. The PhD is very selfish. So yeah. it, it depends on what you're trying to prioritize. Right, here. right. Are you trying to prioritize, like, okay, I want to be in this lab. Yeah, exactly. No matter what. Yeah. Or is it True. more of, I'm looking at it as a holistic thing. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was where I was as like, I want this to be more of a holistic thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love my advisor and I was like, can you make sure you'll still be my co-advisor? Will you still mm, be involved? Yeah, that yeah. was one of my first questions. And yeah. she said, yes. And I was like, then I'm not going to go with you because you'll still be around. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really need to be with you physically. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, don't Google things apparently is no. my answer. To <laughs> it just increases your stress. It's so web stressful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then find out you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you're right about that. The circumstance, like, and sometimes, like, a, like, at the end of the day, you, the school that you were at did make certain arrangements. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, even though it was really hard to get through those yeah. arrangements. 
Some schools might not have those. No, absolutely. True. So you kind of right. put you in a like a position of okay, I have to apply to the same school all yeah. over again for me to stay. Right. Kind of similar to what you had to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. very true. Or, and I was really glad too that we did have some people in positions that were there to support. Oh us. yeah. You know, like we had an episode um, just very briefly uh, with Colleen, and it wasn't a brief one; it was long. But um, <laughs> her her capacity. Um, she was so helpful. I went to her and I just like vented and then she was like, like, don't worry, like we'll take care of you. Yep. you yeah, know? I think seeking out the right resources is certainly a yeah. useful thing to do. And don't be afraid to actually ask these questions because yeah. Yeah. And I think I think too, like what you're saying, like everyone's experience is different. Like if this yeah. happens to you, don't don't feel like you have to follow your advisor, even if they oh, want no. you to. Like you have options, even exactly. if even if your advisor or your university you know says otherwise, yeah. like you have options. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think I think it is hard. I think sometimes when you're caught in that situation, because it feels like no one's supporting mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You know. And yeah. you know, when you mention all like this, whether you want to continue grad school at the school that you're at, or even move with your advisor, there is mm-hmm. a third option. I mean, leave. Yeah. A, you can leave. leave. Like your PhD. Like, it's not your not opportunity to get out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe. Leave while you like, can. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> or I mean, like it's not your PhD. Like. Just because you start your PhD now, yeah, it doesn't mean that it has to end now. True. You can yeah. always start yeah. something when you are like later in oh, your absolutely. life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's. I mean, I think the average age is like closer to thirty for like a PhD yeah. student. Yeah, that's right. A lot of fields. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> and and even if you do leave, like under those circumstances, like it, it's not your fault that you had to go. No, no, right, oh, right. No, not and at all. I hope. I hope that, you know, any potential advisor or other school that you apply to doesn't see it that way either. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. It's not like you failed. No. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's certainly not a failure. I mean, it's like life, it is life happening. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you can use that as an opportunity to figure out, like, okay, well, we can ref- set and reflect, was this really a project that I wanted to do? Like yeah. you, Megan, you said, this is something mm. that you really are passionate about, something that you wanted to do. Yeah. But that might be the case. Like it could be some sort of a wake up call. Absolutely. Like, okay, we've done, we've done this amount of work. Am I truly interested in this to pursue it mm. at yeah. another school? Like actually mm. go through with it. Yeah. Yeah. Or it, it gives you that chance yeah. that, to think, like sit down and think, yeah. Is it worth, worth pursuing this project? Is it worth pursuing this PhD? Right. Yeah. Or is it worth, like, or is, am I, do I think that I am better off going to another field for the time right. being? Yeah. And if I truly want to pursue a PhD, yeah. then it might be in something different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a good point. It's a good reflection point. I, I am happy that it kind of happened during quarantine because it gave me a lot of free time <laughs> to think about it. That is true. Because it would have been yeah. really tough to do that while. We're all like, trying to also do some work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we basically had like two months in the summer to just like do nothing and think about it which was simultaneously really good really simultaneously bad. made me get very anxious because oh, that's gosh. all i thought about you know <laughs> yeah those those two months i had like crazy insomnia yeah like just like it was like the end levels. of the semester too like we had until we they gave us a deadline of you need to have everything figured out by the end by. of the spring semester yeah right yeah um and like i know she wrote our advisor wrote a letter to our department head that like delineated our plan of action for until we defended, or at yeah. least I had that letter, yeah. um, which was kind of weird to see in writing. But um, yeah, um, I don't know. Um, I was gonna say like something that was also really helpful was talking to other grad students, just like mm-hmm. venting, honestly. Yeah. Um, and yeah. like Ahmad knows because I talked to him about this. I talked to um, 
some senior or people who had already graduated. You guys remember Joppa from one of our first episodes. I had talked to him um, just to be like, what do you guys recommend? You're done. Like, what mm-hmm. what would you have done? You know, um, what did they say? It, so <laughs> I got differ- differing opinions, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, the, the main message was it's going to be OK. Sure. Yes. And they basically said, be flexible with your project. Like, you know, it's normal for it to change anyway, even if your advisor doesn't move. Mm. But now that it has they have moved, be like, just be ready for it to change. The only thing you can do is just keep working once you're back in lab, mm. whether that's on your old project or on your new project. Just keep working. Show your new advisor that you're going to be productive in their lab as well. And that's the best you can ask for and yeah. it might guarantee more funding in the future um true and so it, it was just kind of helpful to talk to other grad students because they kind of supported the idea of me staying mm-hmm. which is what i needed to hear was <laughs> people tell me that my decision was good yeah. um and it was okay <laughs> so <laughs> yeah um yeah, that was that was really helpful. Was talking to other grad students, yeah, and especially like there are. I'm sure that everyone in their own friend group will also have like friends who will tell them the honest their honest opinion, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Those people, I, I know they might say something that'll hurt, but they're great to have yeah. at a time like this. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess that was my story time plus a little bit of Nate because <laughs> you know, we both went through this and a little bit of Micah because he a wanted that plug in. <laughs> yes, of course. Exactly. Can't forget that extra signature. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, but, were, we were so tight before things changed. I know. Of course, you know. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely <laughs> forgot you were in our lab. That's how tight we were. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw you any day in lab. Nope. Um, yeah, but I don't know if anyone else has any like comments questions about i guess that experience um yeah otherwise that's the end of story time (laughs) (laughs) so that's gonna finish episode 11 of the phd cast if you're interested in a specific topic or have questions you want us to answer please email us at cbisgpa at rpi.edu or message us on social media via twitter instagram facebook or linkedin And with that, we hope all your fibroblasts are contractile and that all your differences are significant. See ya.